how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing well. Welcome to Life's Middle Moments. My name is Bree. I'm 26. I live in Texas, and I'm the daughter half of this mother-daughter podcast. Hello, my name is Sheila. I am 51 years old. I live in Arkansas, and I am the mother half of this mother-daughter podcast. We are so excited to be back recording, and today is a gorgeous day in Texas. It's the start of Thanksgiving break. I have my windows open, so I don't. you might be able to hear like some lawn mowing and things in the background, which I just love the sound of neighborhoods on weekends. Oh, <laughs> that, yes. That Saturday morning lawn care, you know, that all your neighbors are doing, all the tinkering and the music and like. Oh, oh isn't that the best? I love that too. <laughs> and I'm in the upstairs bedroom. Uh, because Jonathan is (laughs) taking over the downstairs right now. And so I'm just kind of seeing things from a different perspective than the way that I normally do. So I've just noticed this side of my that I can see that protrudes out a little bit from this bedroom. And I'm like, wow, I didn't know that was there. So (laughs) thinking, you know, when like I've lived here long enough now that I should have seen this wall by now, but how did I miss that? I've been in here so many times. So it's the little things, you know, that just makes you go like, oh my gosh, there's so much more to take in if we're really paying attention. (laughs) Yes, that's true. Well, it's a little cooler in Arkansas right now. So we don't have the windows open, but it is nice enough to put on a sweatshirt or jacket and get outside and, and it's still a good clear day. So hopefully we'll get out, do some things today and enjoy a little bit of the sunshine. Yes. I'm so excited to come home. So Jonathan and I are traveling to Arkansas for Thanksgiving, leaving tomorrow. So we are just so excited to be back. Well, I'm excited to be back in like the colder weather. I'm sure he is not too thrilled because he hates (laughs) cold weather, but I can't wait to see the leaves, you know, being different colors or falling on the ground. We don't, we just don't get a lot of that in my area. So I'm definitely excited. Yes. You're going to love it. Yeah. The wind is just blowing leaves all over the place right now and mm-hmm. we still have enough color on the trees that it's it's kind of cool and we are just so excited to have you guys come back home and we're looking forward to spending some time with you guys and then we're all going to be able to get together um with our families for a you know good thanksgiving family time and um i always look forward to and enjoy those gatherings and it always brings back you know, a lot of nostalgic memories and feelings and everything from growing up and having such a big family, uh, extended family of my own. And so I'm really looking forward to it. This is going to be a really great holiday and an awesome week. I can't wait. Yes. Yeah. I'm so excited. And I had a really rough day, um, at work on Friday And it really was like a rough day personally, I think, also along with just like part of the job. But I came home and I just like went to church, you know, like I had my music and I had like just quiet time because I really was just trying to reflect and I was just struggling like personally. And it all of a sudden I was just inspired to just kind of go off grid a little bit. Like I felt like some of the ways that I've been acting lately are not me or it's not what I want to identify with. And that's been bothering me a lot. And so I feel like I kind of lost myself a little bit to the 
job and like I just kind of forgot how to take care of myself even though I talk about that like we talk about that so much like take care of yourself and I think I thought I was but I didn't realize that things were bubbling under the surface until they just exploded and I was Mm -hmm. like I have not been taking care of myself so I really reflected a lot last night and I woke up with this newfound inspiration and energy this morning. I I literally, okay, so there's this song. I sent it to you called I'm Woman by Emmy Melly. I think Melly is how you say it. And she went viral on TikTok for part of this song. And I don't know if I can play it without it being like copyright. So I won't, but it has been on repeat because it really just like, I don't know, it gets me in a good space and just reminds me like who I am or what I want to be at least. And so that has been on repeat. I set that as my alarm tone and I have never bought a single song off of Apple. Like I just have Spotify membership. So that's where I get all my music. I literally last night went and bought this song just because I wanted it to be my alarm because I was like, I have to get up early because all I wanted to do last night was sleep for days and sleep in today and just sleep to like not deal with my stress and my anxiety Mm -hmm. and so no I cannot be this person anymore that just avoids and becomes lazy whenever things get hard so I set that as my alarm this morning at 7 a.m it started going off and it just made me so happy and I was like yes I'm ready for this day that's awesome this new part of me that like I have lost a little bit so got up and like just immediately started getting ready and tried to like feel better and had coffee. I had the best morning, walked all of our dogs because we have my in-laws dog right now. So three dogs is a lot, but I, so I had to take them in shifts, you know, because <laughs> so um, I don't know. I just really felt finally like I'm kind of on the right path again. And part of that I decided has to be a social media fast. I told my kids at school before I left, we, our um, character trait of the month was gratitude. And so we watched this Native American gratitude morning message. And it was all about, they were thanking Mother Earth. And it was this whole um, morning message just about the things that nature provides. And I was just realizing, and I turned to all of my kids and I was like, you know, this video made me like realize that we have so much to be grateful for just for being a human without any of these material things that we think like runs our lives without our phones and our houses and like shopping and all these things that seem so important. All of these things that we have, we get just for being on this earth, just for being a human Mm -hmm. and we will never be lost if we have all of these things. So I was just trying to encourage them over Thanksgiving break, get off your phone, go play with your cousins, you know, sit with your grownups a little bit, enjoy food, really look at people when they're talking to you and, just try to get outside and get away. And I told them, I am just as addicted to TikTok as y'all are. And it's hard for me to pull away sometimes because it feels, it gives me that dopamine rush to get the next video and to get the next information. And it's to the point where when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is turn on TikTok. And I watch TikTok while I'm getting ready. Like, mm-hmm. that seems so crazy. So this morning I was like, I'm taking my own advice and I just need to delete TikTok from my phone and move Instagram to the other page. Like I don't want to get rid of Instagram because that is my photo album also, but Mm -hmm. I can't spend my break 
looking at other people's lives and I really just need to focus on who I am and like my family and the things that make me happy. So when I was telling you, like, I might, I kind of just want to go off grid. (laughs) I want to stop talking to everyone, turn off all my notifications on my phone for this whole week. And being in Arkansas, I'll feel a little bit removed from my Mm -hmm. life. I think I need right now. Yeah. No, I, you, you were actually, you know, really inspiring me as we were talking through it because, and as we were, you know, as we were talking through realizing that, you know, I'm going through a transition in my career and, um, you know, my, my new job won't start until after Thanksgiving. So I really, this is such a great opportunity to not worry about work emails or, um, you know, text messages or urgencies uh, as it relates to work and to really just turn uh, my primary focus back where ultimately I, I know it should be. And that's to my family and my friends. And like you mentioned, just being present in the conversations and in the moments and, um, you know, putting everything else aside and, and I'm looking forward to it too. I think this is going to be a great time for us both to just rejuvenate our minds yeah. and our souls and yeah. get, get ready for, um, you know, uh, what's to come after Thanksgiving mm-hmm. for both of us. Yeah, for sure. Last night when I was going through like all five stages of grief <laughs> after just an insane day, which we can talk about in a minute, um, I was really just like, I I feel like my intuition lately has been so good to me. And like, I just really have been following her. And it was like, I felt like my gut was like, you need to kind of like, it's a full moon tonight. And I'm very spiritual in that aspect of like, I try to just, you know, manifest with the moon and like, let go. And it's like a whole personal ritual that I try to keep up with. But this day, especially I was like, I need to find like a full moon meditation because I hate meditating but I really felt called to meditate and I like really wanted to. And I think I realized normally when I think about meditating, I always think, well, what am I going to like meditate for? Like what, what should I try to do while I'm meditating? Should I try to like calm down? Should I try to give gratitude? Should I try to manifest? And this time I just needed to meditate. And I just knew that with no expectations of what would come of it. And I knew I was going to find a guided meditation on YouTube and just like put my headphones in and relax, maybe even just fall asleep to the guided meditation. Cause it was like 10 PM and I open up YouTube and I, the best one because I also have a really bad issue with being indecisive and it's even down to the little stuff like that. Like it just didn't want to mess it up, you know, or pick the wrong one. But I was like, nope, I'm going to let my gut just tell me. And I scrolled like just a little bit. And then I found one that said something about transformation. And I just knew, I was like, that's, that's kind of it. I feel like I'm in a transition period. And like I said, the stuff at work was happening and I felt like it was happening for a reason. I just didn't know why it was so significant and like why now and why in this way. But transformation really stuck out to me and I clicked it and oh my gosh, ma, she was like reading my life story in that moment. <laughs> like <laughs> she was like, you may, I don't, I can't even describe all the things that she was saying, but I just was like crying because I'm like, yeah, yeah. And so when I say I go, I went to church, I went to church, you know, <laughs> like, wow. no, no, like disregard to actual churches. Cause everybody practices in different ways, but that felt like my church. Like I felt 
I want to cry about it thinking about it now because it was just so emotional and like so awesome. personal and I just felt like so good about it and like man this is crazy and like how everything just lines up and I feel like it really gave me a new understanding of why everything was happening and I was able to accept it in the way that it happened and then it's like okay good will come out of this it just might not look like what I would have expected good mm-hmm. to look like so yeah that, that's really what pushed me over the edge to be like okay I'm gonna kind of go with this energy flow right now and it's telling me to remove myself from the uh, the outer world that I'm like trying so hard to keep a grasp on like I just need to focus on myself and my inner world and you know mm-hmm. me so yeah because all of that stuff on the outside that's all going to keep going on and mm-hmm. and ultimately it's it's not going to impact you one way or the other, or you're not going to impact it one way or the other. So I think we just do have to take time sometimes to just step, step back and um, unplug and just focus on the, the things that are right in front of us and not all of the outside interferences. So I think that's such a great idea and it's really, it's encouraging me and that's, that's my goal for the week as well. Yeah, it kind of cut out there for a minute, so. Uh, okay. <laughs> I missed that one part right before you said that's a goal for me as well. Oh, no. <laughs> it was, I heard everything and it cut out and then, so I think you said, though, that that, that like spoke to you and you're going to do the same thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think it's it's good for all of us to think about that and to just unplug and, um you know, really focus on, on the things that are right in front of us. And those are the things that are important. And, you know, ultimately what we do on a daily basis is it's very rare if it impacts anyone outside of our circle. And Mm -hmm. so why do we allow so much outside of our circle to affect or impact us? Yeah. So exactly. Take take our energy. (laughs) Yes. They cannot take our energy. We cannot allow that, but that kind of brings us to what we wanted to talk about, which is who we spend most of our day with and who really is like feeding us energy and like we're feeding off of their energy and mixing every single day. And I think that we don't realize that if your kid attends any type of schooling outside of the home, the person that they're around more during the week is their teacher and their peers, like their classmates. And I think the kids are getting like that peer interaction and this, so they get the social aspect, they get recess PE, they get to learn. It's like different for them. And I think for teachers, all we get is the kids and it's the same kids all day long, you know, every day, five days a week, most of the year. And as just like one person getting all of this energy without the social interaction, because we don't really get to see other adults in the building or like, without those extra things that might fulfill us in different ways, we're doing the same monotonous thing every day in our classroom. So I think that's where I kind of came to like a breaking point on Friday. And I really have put like my heart and soul into my job and like into the kids. And I just felt like that wasn't always reciprocated But I understand like they're kids and they're not always showing love in the same way that you would want them to show love. And that's part of the job. But I think I didn't realize that, wow, this is the 
majority of people I spend my time with more than I see my husband, more than I see my friends, especially. And they get most of me. So I really had to have like a real talk with my students and just remind them that like I'm a human too. And this has to be a mutual relationship if I'm going to keep coming here every day. And it was so hard because it's the day before Thanksgiving. And I think a lot of teachers are feeling like this is just the hardest year ever and like emotionally and and stress related and not just the kids, but just with like all of the extra responsibilities that are put on us. And now I feel like after the, the pandemic and kids being at home, they just don't know how to be social. And I like that's showing up in the worst ways to their teachers. And because mm-hmm. I, I think, I don't know, it's hard to say. I think they know that like we're going to love them anyway. And so they can treat us the worst because of that. And I'm sure like parents can attest that that's how it is too. Like they're the worst to you, even though you give them all your love. And you're like, why are you being this way to me? Like, I'm so, you know, I'm so loving to you. I always try to love on you. And then it's mm-hmm. so it really brought me to a point where I was like, what, what is my life right now? Like, is this it? Is this what I'm going to keep coming to every day? But it's like, I don't know. It's such a hard thing because I love it so much. But then I also sometimes hate it so much, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, as we were talking through the, that conversation and me recognizing everything that you were feeling and going through and how it was impacting you like that. Just reflect back to when you guys were small, you and your brother, and just being a parent and recognizing that the teachers are seeing my children more more hours during a day than I even am because I was a full-time working mom. Um, And, you know, I think that one of the things that I really would, I guess the message that I would like to share today from a parent's perspective is to, you know, talk to your kids and help them understand that their teachers, um, I know, I've no doubt there are, you know, some, some bad seeds out there. And maybe that came from years of uh, feeling a certain way um, from, what they were getting from their children, you know, that they were teaching, but the majority of teachers and you, especially, I know, because we we talk, you know, so much about what's going on with you and your job and, you know, and everything. And, and to hear you get excited about the kids and excited about the activities and looking forward to things and planning so much at night to, you know, make sure that their days are, are filled with, the lessons that they need to be learning and, you know, meeting the criteria and everything. And also just how connected you feel to every one of those students. And, you know, you get them for a full school year and then you, you know, you pass them on and, you know, they go on to another class and you get a new class of students and you embrace them every year you know, with open arms and, and excitement and encouragement. And, you know, I think as parents, we all really need to make sure that we're aware of the relationship that teachers have with our children 
and we should be we should be supporting that and encouraging that to be um, the best relationship that it can be and I think as parents that starts with us talking to our children teaching them respect keeping them committed to doing their schoolwork and to be respectful and um, even encouraging them to choose their friends wisely and make sure that they're not in a situation where they're getting you know bad influences from outside Um, And I know not every family dynamic is the same. So, of course, that comes with its own set of challenges. But overall, as parents and anyone who's listening today, um, parents, grandparents, you know, aunts, uncles, uh, you know, anyone, you know, godparents, adoptive parents, foster parents, anyone who maybe is even just coming into a child's life, I would just encourage you all to you know, make sure that you're involved in their day-to-day activities and experience with their school and with their teacher specifically and encourage them to show up every day respectful, uh, you know, wanting to learn and really truly understanding the efforts that, that their teacher is putting into ensuring that they are learning as much as they can learn in the short amount of time that they're with them. Um, So that's just really, you know, it just made me start thinking about how important it is that so much of this comes from the home and to really recognize, I mean, I'm so grateful for the teachers that you and your brother had and some, some stand out in my mind specifically because I felt like they really did embrace you guys But just overall, I mean, thinking back, um, you know, they were such a huge part of your lives. And I, you know, hope that that was something that that you guys were able to convey to them every day was that level of respect and Mm -hmm. um, and listening and um, learning and understanding that, yes, it's their job, but it's also such a huge part of their life. Um, Mm -hmm. even outside of the school. So um, let's just give compassion and support and, um, and empathy to all of our teachers out there, because like you mentioned, again, this is another, you know, strange and evolving school year because of coming out of COVID and kids going from spending a whole year pretty much at home to now they're back in the classroom. So Mm -hmm. let's just give, give our best too. Well, thank you for sharing. I definitely appreciate it. And I know as teachers, we always kind of share our frustrations because if we only did our like quote job title, which is teacher, just imagine how horrific schools would be if we just showed up and all we did was teach because Mm -hmm. it's not just that. And I don't know if it's ever been that, but at least since I've been in the profession, which is only like four years, it has never just been teaching. I I cannot just show up, teach my lesson, and then the kids go home. I mean, I think my, I don't know, maybe it was better like my first year because it felt, you know, those, I was in fourth grade. So like kids knew what school was like at this time, but wow, like last year and this year, especially it's like you teach maybe if it's serious 
feels like I only teach 20 minutes of the entire day and I teach three subjects day and the rest of it is trying to have conversations to calm kids down or teach kids how to treat each other or I'm out trying to you know like de-escalate a behavior or I'm trying to call home to get some information or whatever and it's just there like if I just taught I just can only I'm like all these pictures are running through my head right now of that scene in Mean Girls where the cafeteria is like a zoo mm-hmm. like outside, I think that's what our, our classrooms would look like if teachers just taught but now we are also kind of social <clears throat> teachers and like we kind of play that parent role because they are with us so much and you can't not, you know, the teacher heart and you wants to be that for them also, because you do start to love them as if they were your own kids and they kind of become your little friends too, when you're in the older grades and they can start to like joke with you and they understand life, which is what I love about fifth grade. I feel like my kids are at such a perfect age for like my personality and they're like my little buddies. But then I, I'm constantly like, we don't, we don't treat people this way. <laughs> like, oh my God, I just worry. Like they are going to go to the next grade and have I done everything to like prepare them academically, but also socially and emotionally. And like, oh my gosh, it's mm-hmm. too many sometimes. So I do feel like it has to be a partnership. And I've been really lucky with the parents that I have had every year. They're so supportive and it, t- it just really takes a village. So mm-hmm. it I, absolutely does. Yeah. I think that's why I think I like, I gave too much and I was giving the leftovers to the rest of me and like the rest of my family. So no more, I'm stepping back a little bit and at least for this week, especially, and I'm ready to go back Thanksgiving refreshed and in a better mindset, because I also know that I have to lead by example and I have bad days too where I will snap or say something unkind. I'm so sorry. I don't know where that came from. You know, like we don't treat people that way. And and I should not have snapped at you and said, go to your seat. I am, you know, like, and it's just like little things that really get like, you leave like feeling so hurt because they're just little humans that you don't, you know, they don't deserve that either. But then I kind of was like, but I don't deserve that Mm -hmm. either. You know, yeah, like you've mentioned in the past, how it is so, you know, closely aligned with parenting and you are shaping a mind and whatever you're giving them, that's what they're going to take. And it's a, it's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of responsibility and I really hope that people, you know, really do take a moment and think about it and understand that on a day-to-day basis, you are shaping another human being mm-hmm. and whatever, you know, whatever the outcome of that day or month or year is going to impact them for the rest of their lives. We hear it all the time, how people were so impacted by teachers. And I think as parents um, or as guardians of these children, there really needs to be a focus at night when they come home to reiterate the importance of their relationship with their teacher and, Mm -hmm. and that they are ensuring that they're keeping their minds open to learning and focus and um, respectfulness and 
all of the things that have to go with that. Um, Because together, that's where we're, you know, you guys are creating the next generation that are going to be leading our country. And we want to make sure that that's, I mean, and that's a lot of, that's a lot of pressure on you guys. And that's where everyone on the outside needs to help understand that there is a lot that a lot of expectation placed on you guys to ensure that you're shaping uh, this next generation and um, teaching them enough to, for them to be independent in their lives and to grow and prosper. So it is a lot. And I commend you for every day, Um, you and Jonathan and all of the teachers out there that, you know, really do, um, you know, you're out there to, to make a difference. And, um, you know, uh, I just, you know, I hope that um, other people do recognize it and support um, their, their children's teachers. Yeah. Well, thank you. I feel um, I'm nervous to like, let this go public. Anything that I talk about teaching, especially if I've just like portrayed it in a negative way or shown like these darker sides or, you know, the harder sides from my perspective, I get nervous because I don't want that to just like overshadow all of the amazing parts of it and all the reasons that I love it and that I continue to show up every day. But I'm worried that if I don't, I like it, I won't be doing it justice because I am not an anomaly. I feel like I'm kind of the majority of how every teacher across the country is feeling based on like what I've seen online and just what I know from my circles. And I just want, we, we have to put it out there, you know, it's mm-hmm. gotta have both sides. Cause I always, I also get on my TikTok and like show the funny parts and the parts that I love and like, Oh, here's a game we played and here's what we do. But then it can't be all the peaches and cream all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And what you do on a so, daily and- basis, it, it makes a difference. And yeah. I think that it, like you said, you've got to show all parts of it. And people really need to understand that. And, and I think that it's really, you're just creating awareness. And I, you know, I am very proud of the way that you're able to um, work through a lot of the things that, you know, and process things that, that you do go through and you always come out on a positive side of it and you find um, the good out of the situation and you, you know, and you put your energy to that and you have always been able to, you know, make better, um, better out of the situation. And really, um, and, and by the end of the year, you know, you're just as sad as the kids are to see them leave and to go on to the next grade. And I think that that's part of, I think, I think really what, what I, what I know that you were hoping to be able to share here today was that you care a lot about these kids and they are a huge part of your life and you only want the best and you only want to see them. You want to hear from them 10 or 15 years Mm -hmm. down the road and just hear how, how amazing their lives have, have become and in whatever aspect of is, you know, is successful for them. And you just want to know that they, um, and that things are going good you know and Mm -hmm. not you know you just want to create the best experience with them that you can 
and you just want it to be reciprocated and you want them to feel that as well. So, yeah, definitely a lot of responsibility, I feel like. And that's hard to let go of, you know, you can't just forget about that. Yeah, well, thank you for giving me an outlet to talk about this on. And um, I would love for the conversation to continue, you know, off like off the podcast for people who do know us in real life, if they reach out or like anybody else has any other perspectives to share, always welcome and always helping us grow and just kind of planning for like moving forward. So Mm -hmm. thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I am. It's, it's really funny as I started going through uh, some of my boxes of things as I was, you know, making my transition and in my career, I came across this thing for 2020, which is interesting because it was um, how to, it was uh, 20 tips for a positive new year in 2020. And we all know how 2020 went. (laughs) So Uh this thing ended up getting put in a box because uh, we were going from working remote or in the office to working remotely. Uh, So I I came across this thing and I just want to quickly read these top 20 tips um, real quick because it it really is it just speaks to a lot of what we've kind of been talking about Um, number one stay positive number two take a daily thank you walk number three eat healthier foods number four talk to yourself number Mm -hmm. five no energy vampires allowed we've talked (laughs) about that one before (laughs) number six be a positive team member Number seven, don't chase success. Number eight, get more sleep. Number nine, don't waste your energy. Number 10, love, serve, and care. Number 11, remember your why. Number 12, love the process. 13, have trust. 14, no complaining rule. Number 15, read more. We've talked about that one. Mm -hmm. Um, Number 16, don't seek happiness. And that one says instead live with love, passion, and purpose and happiness, and you'll find it. Number 17, focus on get to. So you want to get to versus you have to. Mm -hmm. Um, And then 18, get back up. Number 19, smile and laugh more. And then number 20, which is um, a great one to close on, is enjoy the ride. Mm. So I thought that was very fitting with a lot of what we're talking about today and our our gratitude and our looking towards the positive and taking steps to rejuvenate and have a better better year and um, just a better, more successful life in general. So just wanted to share that. Yeah, definitely. You should send that to me. (laughs) We could post that on our Instagram. Um, Yes, absolutely. That'd be good. So yeah, thank you for sharing that. Well, thank you to everyone who dropped in to listen, um, as always. And we do have an Instagram that we update (laughs) semi-frequently called (laughs) at Life's Middle Moments Pod. Um, I'm almost going to forget the name because we have not been on there in a long time. (laughs) We've got to jump back out there and and start getting that updated. (laughs) Uh, I always hate that. We've been so busy. (laughs) I know. Uh, And now we're doing a fast. So that's right. 
yeah maybe a while (laughs) yeah but um we do hope that everyone's end to 2021 like when as it's coming to an end that things are on the up and up and we're just kind of getting back to our roots and what is truly bringing us joy and not taking life too seriously absolutely and and i guess until next time we will talk to y'all later Yes, I can't wait until we're able to talk again. Yes. Well, I will talk to you and probably a little bit, Mom. Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. I said hello. I will tell Jonathan the same. And we will talk soon. Love you guys. All right. Love you too. Bye-bye.